0: A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm & Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive through Or try Farm & Fleet's same-day local delivery option. There's more milk on the world market as milk production grows in the U.S. and in the European Union and New Zealand. Meanwhile, demand for that dairy remains a question for 2023 because of the possibility of a recession. This is the word from a longtime dairy economist, Mark Stevenson. He's been enjoying retirement from the Center of Dairy Profitability since November, but took some time with us this week for a 2023 outlook on dairy.
1: There are several things we have to look at. One is how much milk do we think we're going to produce in this next year? And it's up. Uh, compared to last year we went through a year with uh, negative milk production so it was it was lower and now it's it's up not crazy up people are being cautious but it's up the other thing is that uh, our competitors for export sales are also up that means the European Union and New Zealand so there's more milk on world markets Um, And then finally, you have to think a little bit about what do we think is going to happen to the demand or the ask for uh, dairy products. We know those prices have been well up at retail, and people have been talking about that. But sales have held up remarkably well so far. But um, I'm more concerned about the general economy and whether we slip into recession. If we do, then you have to wonder about what consumer behavior is or strategy is under those circumstances.
0: Okay, I want to take back to the first thing you said, milk production projected to be up in 2023, but cattle numbers are down.
1: Only modestly, and you have to remember we also have production per cow, which is unusual if that's down and it's been up. So um, production per cow is going to offset, in my opinion, uh, the slight loss in cow numbers that we may have.
0: Would there be an issue of too much milk on the market if demand is looking so good for dairy products like cheese?
1: demand for uh, manufactured products cheese and uh, even butters held up very well yogurt um, some other things fluid milk is the one category you know where we still see continuing declining sales
0: so is the industry f- gonna have to focus on boosting those fluid milk sales or should they just be pointing all their attention to those manufactured products?
1: I wouldn't give up on a category like that. I think it's still a substantial amount of our, our sales. or accounts for quite a lot of milk. But um, <clears throat> the truth of the matter is that the American consumer consumers just changed their tastes and preferences. And it's not so much that they're running toward plant-based beverages. It's, it's that we are not drinking milk and we using it as much. We're eating our dairy more. So total consumption of uh, milk equivalents in dairy products is up and has continued to be on the rise, uh, but we just aren't drinking our milk.
0: If we look at global consumption and export opportunities, where are we going to find value in, in 2023 for U.S. dairy?
1: We can never um, look away from our near neighbors. Mexico is our biggest uh, consumer for export sales. Uh, Canada is usually number two or number three, so they're they're right up there as well. Um, But if we're looking for new sales opportunities, we're probably going to continue to cultivate Southeast Asia, where we've had quite a bit in the way of increased sales, Uh, you know, particularly to countries like Vietnam and and Japan and others. Cheese sales have been up. That's been kind of a new thing for us, too. And we have exported for many years now um, milk powder products. But cheese has taken a noticeable rise in the last two or three years, and we expect that to continue.
0: Another thing you pointed out was potential recession looming on your mind. Are we guaranteed to be going into a recession in 2023? Are we in one technically right now?
1: We aren't in one technically. That doesn't happen until it's declared, um, you know, by uh, the Federal Reserve and others. But what we do have are a lot of the signs that I think are pointing toward that. Not guaranteed. We still keep hoping for what they refer to as the soft landing, you know. So we're fighting inflation, and that absolutely means that we're trying to tamp down people's willingness to buy things, and uh, particularly on credit. And at some point in time, that works. And it is starting to slow inflation. It's, it's not where it wants to be yet, but um, it's slowing. But to do that without actually pushing us into recession is a very difficult thing to do. And we've got a couple of telltale signs, I think, that are indicating that within a year or so, we may be officially declared uh, recession. When that happens, then you have to worry about things like um, employment. And, you know, in the tech sector, we're seeing a lot of layoffs. So perhaps some of that is starting now, and that, that's when it gets to be more problematic for food and uh, other kinds of sales of products.
0: Is inflation the only sign of a potential recession?
1: No. Um, you have some other things. Uh, one that I like to take a look at a little bit is sounds a little technical but they call it an inverted yield curve so you're looking at um, like 30-year treasury bonds and what's the rate of return on those and what about nearby bonds three month or one or two year bonds and any time that we're actually paying more uh, in the way of interest or higher yields out of those short-term bonds rather than long-term bonds is an indication that the marketplace is feeling grumpy about the future. As opposed to right now right now. They're saying yeah, it's okay, but we're concerned about the future So that to me is is one of the indicators that you have to be worried about that by the way um, The last seven recessions that we've had technical recessions have been predicted by that inverted yield curve um, Correctly, so we, we have a deeply inverted yield curve right now
0: Dairy economist Mark Stevenson, along with us, still associated with UW-Madison even after his retirement from the Center of Dairy Profitability in November. Mark, what we haven't touched on for 2023 is where milk prices are going. In mid-2022, we were reporting $22 a hundredweight milk, and now it's $17.
1: The $17 range is kind of where I'm expecting we're going to have milk prices uh, in this next year. Now, I think that farmers need to imagine that their farm milk check could be, on average, maybe as much as $5, 5 and a half dollars 5 lower than it was last year for all those reasons that we talked about. More milk supply, demand that may be flat to down, and just uh, hard to keep those sales up.
0: Anything else that the Wisconsin farmer should be aware of on farm to protect themselves against potential risk or any changes in the marketplace?
1: You know we see some of that coming and you know if you take a look at futures markets for class three class four prices right now they're certainly indicating uh, a much lower milk price for the year ahead but I think we have a few other um, flags that are showing us that maybe that's not even as uh, grumpy as the actual milk price could be. So, you know, I think this is certainly a year for producers to look carefully at their risk tolerance and, and uh, how much they can handle and whether or not they should be you know, thinking about putting a floor, at least under some of their milk production.
0: That's dairy economist Mark Stevenson and former director of the Center for Dairy Profitability at UW-Madison. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.